Hello, and welcome to Work Well with Stephanie Wolf, brought to you by the Whole Food Health Coach LLC, where we make your goals our goals, and you're never alone on your wellness journey. Experience the information, inspiration, and collaboration of our Coach in Your Corner partnership. My name is Stephanie Wolf. I'm a National Board Certified Health and Wellness Coach, proud owner of the Whole Food Health Coach, now in its ninth year, and five-time winner of Best of Gwinnett award in endocrinology, diabetes, and metabolism practices. Rachel, Sherry, and I invite you to visit wholefoodhealthcoach.com to set up your 60-minute living healthy living assessment. Our award-winning three-phase program is changing lives. WorkWell is brought to you weekly and is dedicated to your personal and professional health and wellness. I offer you examples from my own life, health, marriage, family, and business. I share my research, my opinion, and my faith designed to bring you compelling content, engaging challenges, and practical body, soul, and spirit support on your wellness journey. WorkWell comes to you from my personal desire to live long and strong with passion and purpose, die of old age, and help others to do the same. Now from living rooms to boardrooms via Business Radio X, you're listening to Work Well with Stephanie Wolf. All right, let's do this. We always start with a funny story. And here in the studio today, I had some uh, pushback on my last uh, joke. So yeah, I don't know what I could have done to make it any more funny unless you maybe played a laugh track. But thank you for that. And um, today, the story is waking up in the morning and um, the nursing home situation. A nurse says... I work in a nursing home, and one morning I was helping a gentleman who was particularly hard to wake up and get ready for breakfast. I coaxed him up awake and got him ready, starting for the day, and he looked into my eyes with his twinkling blue eyes right in my face and said, My, you're pretty. Have I asked you to marry me yet? No, you haven't, I replied. Good, he said, because I could not put up with this every morning. <laughs> All right, I know. Okay, I got, I got the laugh that time and not the want want. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> All right, so if you've been listening to this podcast, then you know that every week I seek to offer you information and inspiration. I like to encourage you to challenge yourself, change something, improve something, let go of something, pick up something, start something restart something or at least begin the healthy self-dialogue to excite and generate movement in the direction of your dreams. So in January, we started with New Beginnings, February, Heart Health, in March, the Marvelous Marriage Marathon Month with my husband, Jack Wolf. And then we did some spring cleaning in April. In May, the Women's Health Month and June, Men's Health Month. And last month, Aging Gracefully and Finding Purpose. And today is starts our August theme, Back to School, and I'm calling it Personal Development Month. So in honor of Back to School, I wanted to say something about breakfast cereals. And breakfast cereals can um, really be a hot topic in a lot of households. But did you know that 35 billion, that's B, 35 billion dollars is spent on breakfast cereals annually, and it's projected to be 54 billion dollars by 2025 because they keep coming up with new cereals. And the revenue of breakfast cereal segments amounts to 21.32 billion in 2023. The market is expected to grow annually by 2%. And in global comparison, most revenue is generated in the United States, as you 
you might imagine. So I I wanted to say a little something about this because it's reported that the breakfast cereal industry uses approximately 816 million pounds of sugar every year. So those are some big numbers. Now, when I talk to my clients, I a lot of times tell them they read the ingredients first and make sure that the um, that the list of ingredients, because the first things that are listed mean that's what's most in the box. So I encourage you to do a 363 uh, challenge. Just go to your pantry right now and pull out your breakfast cereal. And it should have at least three grams of protein, at least three grams of fiber, and no more than six grams of sugar. And if you can find one, please give me a call and let me know which one it is. And there are some that actually are on my program just because I really believe in finding something quick and easy for breakfast. But 99.9% of breakfast cereals are pretty bad. So remember that um, finding things that are non-GMO at my, must have the non-GMO certified product label or um, certified organic, and that way it can't have any artificial ingredients. And even real sugar, honestly, is better than some of the CRAP that's out there. So the refined and um, all of those different kinds of sugars and artificial things that are out there. All right, well, enough about breakfast and breakfast cereals and getting up in the morning and the challenges that I'm sure that the parents, at least here in Gwinnett County, have faced um, because we went back to school yesterday. The kids were in school um, full time. So um, I chose the theme personal development for our five Thursdays this month and the title for our time together today, what do you want to be when you grow up? Or you could call it, uh, oh, the places you'll go. Um, And today I'm joined on air by the executive producer at Business Radio X, Dan Braverman. Hey, Stephanie. Thanks for having me. I'm so glad you're here. It's going to be super fun to have you on 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 this side. side. Yeah. (laughs) That's great. It's a little weird, a little scary, but... I'm excited. Well, Dan is usually behind the scenes here at the studio, and our studio is located in the beautiful complex at Gwinnett Convention Center and Arena at the Gas South District. And Dan and I have actually had some really good after-the-show shows, and we kept thinking, we should have had this on, you know, on the radio. But uh, we've enjoyed that, and especially the past few months with men's health and, like you said, you know, the aging gracefully. So, and I know one of you, one of those was your favorite. Am I right? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, The your show with uh, two weeks ago with Jack, um, your husband, was was great. Hearing all of the, not only all the different things you've done in your life, but you've done maybe, uh, you've done a lot of things, but you've done maybe not even half of the different <laughs> things that Jack has done. And as someone who feels like I've kind of jumped around from thing to thing in, in my career, it was really inspiring to hear. Um, and then last week's episode was good, too, um, with um, when you were talking about finding your what. And uh, you just had mentioned that, um, I think this was last week and not the week before, but you had mentioned that not everyone, or that a lot of people haven't, or think they don't have a purpose. Mm-hmm. And that's a thought that's that's entered my head so many more times than I can count. Um, so that really resonated with me. But um, but yeah, I, and then I think you said that, um, that, you know, that's not true. Everyone here has a purpose. And I totally agree. If you're, if you're breathing and you're alive, I think you're, 
you're winning. That's right. And the purpose changes over time, too. A lot of the time, you know, when we're younger, we think our purpose will be X, Y, Z, and then X, Y, Z doesn't happen, and we find our purpose in other places. Mm -hmm. And that's what's so exciting about trying lots of different things. I don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, staying in a job for 30 years, but there's also nothing wrong with, you know, trying some different things and seeing where, you know, where things really uh, fit for you and where your skills and gifts rise to the top, right? Mm -hmm. Right. I love that. Thanks, Dan. So, yeah. Uh, and like I said last week, too, sometimes your mess becomes your message. And over my 65 years, that's kind of a part of my story is from, you know, early pregnancy and starting the pregnancy center and marital type things. And, you know, our work with marriages and all of the materials that I've written for women. And I just kind of found it along the way because of things I had need of or things that I was with somebody who mentioned, hey, this is what's going on in my life. And then I found a way to sort of help them. So sometimes your mess becomes your message. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I like it. All right. So our direction for today is going to be a little bit different. And I kind of warned you, but of course, we didn't practice any of it. But today we're going to look at Dr. Seuss a little bit and um, his book, Oh, the Places You'll Go. It's one of my favorites. And I a lot of times gift it to um, graduates, uh, just because I think there's a lot to be said here. So I'm going to put you on the spot as sure. I read just a little bit of this. Okay. You up for it? Yep. Sounds good. Okay. Can I interrupt real quick? Yeah. Sure. So what is the theme for today's show? The name of today's show? The name of the show is, what do you want to be when you grow up? When you grow up. <laughs> What do you want to be? This is for you. We're dancing along with this here in the studio. Thank you, Mike. That's awesome. Little surprise for you. Okay. I don't even think you. I don't even know what I want to be when I grow up. I just know I don't want to quit growing up. And I think that's the key to growing up and just really uh, enjoying life, you know, moment by moment. And that's what I love about Dr. Seuss and the Dr. Seuss books, actually. So here's the first, uh, first one. You have brains in your head and feet in your shoes. You can steer yourself any direction you choose. You're on your own and you know what you know. You are the guy who will decide where you'll go. So schooling. Tell us a little bit about that. Elementary, middle school, high school, college. What kind of things did you learn? You've got a lot of brains. I've picked your brain in a lot of areas. So let's hear it. Uh, Yeah, I think um, in school, you know, excuse me, I obviously learned a lot over the years. But one thing that I don't think I learned, or I never, I've never known what I wanted to do when I grow up. I still don't. Um, I'm 30. I, I don't know what I want to do when I grow up. And that's why I love hearing you say you, you still don't know what you want to do when you grow up. And um, I don't know. I remember one specific time in, um, in seventh grade. I think it was seventh grade. Sometime in middle school, we had some, some kind of career counselor come in and speak to our class. And they got all the chairs in, in the circle. And we were all in this big circle. And uh, this this lady came to speak to us just about, you know, our futures, you know, what we want to have as a career. And she basically wanted us to all go around the room and say what we, uh, what we want is our career, like what our plan A is for our career, mm-hmm. and then what our plan B is for our career. And, um, and so I was very nervous because I had no idea. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And um, like I said, still don't. <laughs> but so, she, you know, she was going around the room and when it got to me, 
I was, you know, I decided to be honest and say, I don't know, but I did, I did provide her with what I knew I didn't want. I told her I didn't want to work like in an office or a cu- like in a cubicle, you know, I wanted to be out and about, you know, uh, on my feet, you know, doing things. And so I kind of had an idea of what I wanted, but I didn't have that like exact cr- career plan A and plan B. And pretty everyone, everyone else in the circle, I was the only one who, you know, and this maybe like 30 people in the class, and I was the single only one that had that kind of response. Everyone else had something, even though about half of them said they said they want to be a chef. But <laughs> <laughs> true story. But I um yeah, I, I've just decided to be honest. Like I, you know, I don't know about this. And then what she said to me, I'll never forget it, was well, if you don't if you don't have a plan, then you're set up for failure. Oh. And, and you know, that Looking back at it now, I, I think like, lady, that's ridiculous. This, yeah. this is these are seventh graders, but at mm-hmm. the time, that really like stung. You know, I was I was really worried about that. And um, yeah, she actually did. A, maybe about a month or two later, she came back to our class as sort of a follow up, and we did the same exercise. And uh, and I still didn't have an answer for, her, or at least I a true answer, but when it caught around to me, I told her I want to be a chef because I just didn't want to deal with it. <laughs> didn't want to hear that negativity again. Yeah. What kind of seed? I, I've spoke for career days for colleges and high, well, high school, sorry, the kids that were getting ready to go to college and decide where they wanted to land. And mm-hmm. there's so many different um, categories. And I don't think for just to come up with a brain surgeon, you know, right. versus in the medical world or, you know, something that's a little more generic and I love that you said, this is what I don't want. I know what I don't want. Right. And now I know, I understand now how valuable that is. And I've, you know, now that I'm an adult, I think that's one of the most important things you can know is what you don't want. Because I don't know if you'll ever know exactly what it is that you want, or at least I haven't figured out what Great exactly thought. is that I Great. want. But I think if you know what you don't want, that's that's more important than anything. So, um, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of looking back at it. I'm impressed with myself that, that I gave that answer. <laughs> I love it. I'm impressed with you too. I think a lot of my clients, you know, when we talk about their careers and things like that, you know, they're in a position that they don't feel like they can make a change or make an adjustment because, you know, even though it's something they felt like they don't want or didn't want, and now they're there and don't know what to do about it because of the golden handcuffs or, you know, the benefits and all the other kinds of things that are there. Right. So, and also being honest about that, I think is a very a courageous thing, not just, you know, a chef. Yeah. <laughs> because I mean, everybody else was being a chef. Right. I mean, I think that I, I think I was probably trying to think of something and my honesty probably came more from just not being able to think of anything to say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Well, I was saying it was courageous. You should have just Well, thank you. Good. Well, you know, again, <laughs> And being honest. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? Schooling only can do so much. You know, you can get that head knowledge and you can learn something. How many college kids have gone to gone to college for a specific thing and realized that is not what they wanted to do? Yeah. And then, you know, leave kind of disillusioned a little bit and maybe head a different direction just because that was at least they, it took them thousands of dollars to find out that that was not what they wanted right. to do. And even more so than that, how many college kids go to study something that they don't necessarily want to do or they don't they're not necessarily passionate about but they're told they should do this because 
that jo- that career field makes money. You know, maybe they mm. want to maybe they want to be an artist or a performer, but they've got everyone everyone in their ear telling them, "Oh, you're not going to make any money do that doing that. Go be an accountant." Then they get a degree degree in accounting and they just hate it. Yes, so. <laughs> yes. Oh, me in numbers that would never work no, for me. Same that here. Is so not me. Same here. I was briefly a marketing major, and then I had to take accounting, and that's. I didn't even make it to the first exam before I dropped the class. And I'm, I'm, that was what was like, okay, I can't be a business major because this, I might as well have been taken a foreign language. I, it didn't make any sense to me. All right. Well, I think that head knowledge is important. I'm not downplaying you know, college <laughs> and college degrees and university. But what I'm saying mostly is that that head knowledge can get you just so far, but really it's your passion. You used the word, so I'm going to tag off of that. Yeah. It's your passion that opens doors for you. It's your inspiration. You know, do you have something to offer people? And, you know, we have to be able to sell ourselves before we can sell anything that we have to offer. And I, that's what I hear from you. And that's what I think has, has helped so many people to be more, um, career minded or more passionate about their careers is because they, they love what they do. And so waking up every day is not like a job. It's more of a exciting adventure. Right. It's very important. Okay, ready for the next one? Yes. All right, the next one is, you'll look up and down streets, look them over with care. About some you'll say, I don't choose to go there. With the head full of brains and shoes full of feet, you're so smart to go down, not any old street. And let's see, um, and you may not find any you'll want to go down. In that case, of course, you'll head straight out of town. <laughs> I say, you know, not giving up, but, um, but you know, that you know where you don't want to go. And that's what you said already. So right. we may have already addressed that. But is there anything else on that topic? Um, yeah, I just, I think that, um, yeah, like you said, you'll, you know, you'll, you'll know where you don't want to go. It, I think I've, experienced that multiple times in my life that I've pursued something and even in some cases had a multi-year career doing something but then once I realized this wasn't what this isn't what I want to do for a living I started to find ways you know to to change that path and you know which is kind of where I'm at now which so did those things feel like failures to you I mean I'm sure there was a disappointment in it you know because you kind of go in probably wholehearted and then you know it doesn't fit or there's not you know the the same kind of desire to get up I hear from millennials all the time not necessarily wanting to work a nine to five job and you know that kind of thing and with my clients but was it did it feel like failure or did it just feel like one thing that you can cross off your list because I hope that it's the latter it's been kind of both it just depends on the day some (laughs) sometimes it definitely you know I felt like a failure because of it but I mean, what I was most specifically referring to was um, my previous career, which was uh, coordinating film productions. And I was in that I was in that industry for about five years, working on film sets, mostly commercials, started as an assistant and worked my way up to a more of like a coordinating producer type role. And um, and it was um, it was good. I was you know, I was making a good living. I was doing something exciting, something that I'd never really thought I would ever do before. I um, I moved to New York out of co- um, right after college, which is also something I never, when I was in college, I n- never would have thought I would have done that, and I just kind of did it and pursued this thing, and it worked out, and it was it was fun for for a while, but then it I, I always knew even from the beginning, I always knew that 
it wasn't maybe exactly what I wanted to be doing. You know, I, I realized, you know, I was, when I was getting on these film sets and I was meeting a lot of the other crew members, pretty much everyone was like a big movie buff, a big, a big film nerd. And that's just never been me. And I love, I love movies, but I've, I've never been, I've never been that type of person. And so I think I knew early on that it maybe wasn't, you know, exactly what I want to be doing, but it was still exciting. I was making a good living. I was living in New York city and just kind of living a life I never really thought I was capable of for the longest time. So, um, what was missing and that brought you back to, you know, good old Georgia, right? Well, my mind. Yeah. Um, well, I, I miss Georgia a lot. Uh, it's kind of the big thing. I think for most of the time I was there, I had kind of been planning to eventually come back here. Mm. I think the reason, the big reason I left is because, you know, I'm always, the grass is always greener for me. I always want what I, what I can't have or what <laughs> I, I, I always want what I don't have, I should say. Yeah. And, you know, well, I grew up in Georgia, spent my, all my life here, and then I just wanted something new. And mm. so th- that's why I left in the first place. But after a little while, I just started realizing, you know, I really miss the nature down here. You know, I love... I love all the trees everywhere. Even I love that even in the city of Atlanta downtown, there's just trees everywhere. It's just the nature is a big part of it for me. It feels very healing, and there's just not much of that in New York City. There's Central Park, and there's a few parks in Brooklyn where where I lived during my time there. But it was, um, you know, and I also like the pace of life better down here. Mm-hmm. Everything's so go 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 up there, and the mentality is very much. I'll sleep when I die up there. And I, I, you know, I, I like working hard, but I also want to sleep while I'm alive sometimes. And, you know, I want to have a good work-life balance, but that's kind of really the thing that, that made me want to get out of that industry. That makes sense then, because, you know, you talk about, you were there, the job itself was good and exciting, but the life that you were living wasn't fulfilling. And that's what we talked about all last month was, you know, fulfillment and finding your purpose, not just finding a job, but finding your purpose. So let's move on. Our next little piece here is, um, is out there things can happen and frequently do to people as brainy and footsie as you. And when things start to happen, don't worry, don't stew, just go right along. You'll start happening too. So I'm excited because you're here at Business Radio X and it's been a nice um, introduction, obviously, and uh, Mike Salmon and Gwinnett Business Radio and all of the great things that have happened to you here. So, and I know that obviously this is a part of what you are enjoying doing. We are hoping that he enjoys it right Mike yeah okay anyway we're glad he's here so um so how did that leap uh, happen for you well um yeah no I I love Mike for giving me this opportunity but I um we have to say that we're yeah on the air. yeah Mike I know staring he's, at he's, us right now <laughs> no. I don't want to get fired but um <laughs> seriously we love yeah him. well so yeah when I did move down here it was you know Kind of the, uh, there was part of the idea I wanted to come, I wanted to move back here. And then I also wanted to get out of that production industry. So I was, I was looking for new things and I, I reached out to Mike cause I actually interned for him a little bit back in 2016 in my final year of college. Um, and I wasn't doing much back then. He had some other interns that were, that were doing all the important stuff. I was kind of just sitting here and taking pictures during the shows and, and tweeting from the account. Um, and then I didn't even do it for that long before I graduated and then ended up moving to New York. But yeah, when I was started trying to figure out what I wanted my next thing to be, I 
had uh, I'd kind of thought about radio and podcasting just because I'd gotten pretty into it over the past couple of years, listening to a lot of podcasts like most people do. And um, and I just remembered, hey, you know, let me reach out to Business Radio X, Mike Salmon. And I reached out and he invited me to come see the studio. And I came and told him that I'm interested in getting into this. And that if, you know, he'd allow me to, I'd love to just come in and, and help, you know, whenever I can. And he was like, sure, come in and do it. And now I'm uh, now I'm, I'm producing all the shows, and and Mike gets to just chill and, and hang out when I'm here. <laughs> he gets to go, just go play tennis. I was, wasn't born last night. <laughs> I'm no dummy. There you go. You're no dummy. That's for sure. Um, I think there's that's some exciting stuff. In, and a point, if you're listening and you're um, out there, kind of trying to decide, think about the people who would really love to see you succeed. People who are doing some great things, like Business Radio X and Mike Salmon. Um, don't call him though, because I mean, we we all are keeping him busy or should you call they call him if you want to start a podcast for sure yes. call business radio x best place on the planet um to do that but i'm just saying that you know reaching out to some people uh, you know what's the worst that can happen yeah and that's what that's what i think is a, a real good point there so thanks for that okay next is um you won't lag behind because you'll have you'll be up to speed you'll pass the whole gang and you'll soon take the lead how wherever you fly, you'll be best of the best. Wherever you go, you'll top all the rest, except when you don't, because sometimes you won't. So how do you deal with disappointments or, well, I should keep going here because it says, I'm sorry to say so, but sadly it's true that bang ups and hang ups can happen to you. So bang ups or hang ups, or sometimes when you didn't, you spoke about that, but what do you do to get yourself back up again? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's always going to be obstacles in the road, um, but I just, I just like to focus on what I can control, and uh, and you know, and it's it's easier said than done. And I so often find myself focusing on things that I have no control over. But you know, if I'm if I apply for a job and I don't hear anything back, you know, there's or if I apply for or interview for a job, you know, I I have no control over if that person's going to want to hire me or not. I do have I can control how prepared I am for the interview, how mm. well I do in the interview, you know, if I have some good work to to show them examples of my work, I can, you know, make sure I do a really good job on that stuff, but at the end of the day, I can't worry about if this person's going to hire me or not. That's something I have no control over and there's, you know, other bumps in the road, you know, there's sometimes I, I feel like, um, you know, maybe I didn't, I don't have, didn't get the same opportunities in life that maybe someone else has or, or, you know, and, um, and, but it's just, there's, that's okay. I am who I am. I have the upbringing that I have, you know, this other person has the upbringing that they have that doesn't make them or me any better or worse than the other. It's just, our circumstances, you have to work with your circumstances. I love so. it. I love it. You're, you're can do, you know, you can only control what I can control. Right. My attitude about yeah. stuff, you know, like yeah. you said, the way I show up for the interviews and yeah, those as, as long, as long as I'm just, as long as I'm doing the best that I can do, then just like the book says, you'll, you know, you'll be the best except when you won't. And you, you know, whatever you do, you might not be the best in the world and you probably won't be the best in the world. Maybe you will, but you, I think the important thing is being the best, getting the most out of your talents that you can. Exactly. Being yeah. your best self. Yes. Very good. All right. So the next says, um, you can get so confused and you'll start into race 
down long wiggled roads at a breakneck pace and grind on for miles across weirdish wild space headed i fear toward the most un- or most useless place the waiting place it says for people waiting waiting for a train to go or a bus to come or a plane to go or mail to come or rain to go or the phone to ring or snow to snow or waiting for a yes or no or waiting for the hair to grow everyone is just waiting waiting for the fish to bite or waiting for the wind to fly a kite or waiting around for a friday night or waiting perhaps for their uncle jake or a pot to boil, or a better break, or strings of pearls, or a better pair of pants with wigs, with curls, or another chance, everyone just waiting. And I I think there's a lot to be said about waiting, but during the waiting period or during the waiting time, you can get derailed, or you can just do what? Yeah, it's, you can, um, you can take steps towards whatever it is you're trying to do. It's, um, yeah, it's really it's really a choice, and it goes back to controlling what you can control. But if you if you're just waiting around for something, you know, if you're waiting for someone to to hire you or just you know, then that's it's just a waste of time. Like you can, there's always something you can be doing to get a little bit closer to what you want to do. And there there might even be a, if it's you know, education, right? I mean, because like I said, you know, this is personal development month. So there's certain books we can read and certain classes we can take. And there's there's nothing about, you know, you're not just waiting for the phone to ring, like, like all these things, waiting for those, you know, wind to flow and fly your kite or waiting for that better break or, you know, waiting, waiting for something, just sitting around waiting for a check to come in the mail. Right. And that doesn't work. No. You know, even if you're just making yourself better in some way, physically, emotionally, mentally, you know, that's good, a good way to use your waiting, right? Yeah. I think that should always be the focus is just trying to get a little better every day, whether that's just being, I mean, better as a person, better at what it is you want to do for a living. You know, like you said, learn, if you're trying to get into a certain industry and, you know, you know, maybe you haven't even reaching out, you know, you haven't found something yet, or you, Maybe you need expensive equipment that you can't afford. You know, you can always still learn about Good that point. equipment. That's the step you can take. You can reach out to other people who are who do that thing for a living and, and see if someone will talk to you. There's there's always, no matter what your restrictions are, there's always some kind of step you could take towards either towards betterment, whether that's personal betterment or, you know, career career wise. There's always something you can do. I love it. Oh, the places you'll go. There's fun to be done, there are points to be scored, there are games to be won, and the magical things you can do with a ball will make you the winning or winningest of all. Fame, you'll be famous as famous can be, with the whole wide world watching you on TV. Except when they don't, because sometimes they won't. I'm afraid that sometimes you'll play lonely games too. Games you can't win because you're played you'll play against you. And I think one of the uh, the reasons I pointed that out is because one of the times we talked after the show was about just being your own personal best, not comparing yourself to others. And, you know, because that can get very discouraging. Like I've been a writer most of my life and I've published a couple things, just self-published, you know, had big promises along the way, didn't happen for me. And even at this time in my life, I'm thinking, you know, maybe there's a publisher still looking for women's material or looking for, you know, a better way to think 
think about this or that, the things that I've written. But if they don't, you know, I'm not going to sit around waiting. I That's why I'm here doing a podcast, you yeah. know? I'm just like, there's a way to get the word out. There's a way to um, not allow something of a disappointment to become, uh, oh, well, I guess I'm going to quit. Yeah. And that's something that that's something your uh, that your grandson Caleb said on on a show a couple months ago when you had the whole wolf pack here. <laughs> he uh, he was he was talking a lot about not uh, you know as hard it is, as it is try your best not to compare yourself to others. And I do it all the time. I think we all probably do it, especially um, you know especially my generation and the generation below me with social media. Um, and that's part of the reason why I I don't go on Instagram anymore because I was constantly finding myself comparing myself to other people and, and not really even comparing myself to other people, but comparing myself to the, uh, these other people's highlights that they're post that they're posting on Instagram. <laughs> we only put so, the highlights. Right. On right. <laughs> well, some I have on my Facebook page, I have a, uh, my devotional is Stephanie Wolf ministries and I'm pretty honest and open on that one. Um, just in my faith, just praying through certain things yeah. and stuff like that. But everything else is like, here I am, you know, doing this in California and here I am at yeah. this retreat and I'm speaking yeah. here and it will, blah, blah, yeah. And, and it is really hard not to compare yourself to people. And, and I still find myself doing it. And I have to consciously, rem, you know, remind myself and, you know, and just tell myself, like, you know, you're not this person. Their journey is different than you. You know, I'll, I'll see, you know, like younger, like, uh, like Internet influencers or, or <laughs> Internet, you know, podcasters who who've obtained massive success, you know, and they're quite a bit younger than me. And I'll, I'll get in my head. I'll get upset like. Um, how oh, this, you know, this person has achieved so much more in such a shorter amount of time. I feel like a failure. But then, you know, I really think about it. It's like they do a different thing than I want to do. Like in reality, I, I don't really have any desire to be famous. Like, I'm, you know, I, I don't have the desire to do what, what they do. I'm on my own path. I'm going to do whatever I do, and that's going to lead to whatever it leads to. And the way that you do it is going to be so different than what anybody else can do. We're all unique and very special. And yes, go back and listen to a lot of the Purpose um, podcast that I we just completed, because that was my point. It's like, wherever you are, there's a purpose. And so finding and waiting for some big event or waiting for this big break um, isn't necessarily a good use of every day. I mean, I want to live each day with purpose. And that means I'm going to look for the purpose within this day. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you're my purpose today, Dan. Awesome. Anyone, uh, I'll just say also, any, and anyone who has, you know, made that big break, you know, whether it's in fame or some other industry, no one who's made it big got there by waiting around for it to happen. There you like. go. There you go. That's so it's being discovered that way. Yeah. All right. So um, on and on you'll hike and I know you'll hike far and face up to your problems, whatever they are. You'll get mixed up, of course, as you already know. You'll get mixed up with many strange birds, as you know. So be sure when you step, step with care and great tact, and remember that life's a great balancing act. So how do you find balance um, in your life these days between what has been, where you are now, and where you may see yourself going? Yeah, I think it's a never-ending search for balance. Uh, but, you know, I just, I, I try to, you know, do the best that I can to, you know, well, for one, I think that work-life balance is something that's very important to me. You know, I was talking earlier about that New York mentality of just work, work, work till you die. <laughs> and, mm -hmm. you know, that's kind of, that's what led me out of that production industry was the closer I got to, 
becoming like a producer, production manager, I started to see the lives that these people were living and it was no life at all. Like they're just always, always working. And and when I say that, I, I literally mean always working constantly weekends. They're getting emails at like after midnight and then more emails at like four in the morning. And it's, it's just not the life that I wanted to live. I respect people who do it, but it's, I, you know, I want to, I want to enjoy life too. And not saying people that do that don't enjoy, you know, their life, but I just, I want to have, um, I I just want to have, you know, I want to have a home life. You know, I have a girlfriend, I have cats. I want to be able to see them and and spend time with them. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, my, uh, my, my little family, my girlfriend and my cats, uh, we, I think that that brings me some balance, you know, if yeah. I've, if I've had a hard day or if I'm just, kind of, if I'm struggling, just, you know, feeling upset about, you know, not being where I want to be in life, you know, I think, you know, just spending time with them kind of brings me, brings me back down to earth. You know, I personally, I also like to meditate. I, I don't do it every day. I try to do it every day, but that kind of brings me down to earth a little bit. Uh, therapy helps too. Um, so I don't know. I, I work well with Stephanie Wolf. Yeah. Uh, at least once a week. No. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's, it's helpful. your, your show is helpful. You know, I, I'll, it makes me, you know, when I'm producing and I often, especially when the, the shows that are more focused on, on physical health, it makes me think, oh, I shouldn't have had Chick-fil-A today. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> awesome. Well, it's good to, uh, to have you think those thoughts. I mean, like I say, as far as thinking through and being mindful about your choices and what you're doing and finding balance and everybody's, that's going to be different for everybody. You know, sometimes I'll turn on music and dance around my kitchen or, you know, read a book and just curl up with a blankie, you know, by the fire in the uh, winter or, you know, things that just kind of remind Remind you of what life is really all about. Right. It's not about that job. It's not about that paycheck. It's about the people that you get to share the life with. Yeah, no, I agree. That's that's the true human experience, in my opinion. Yes. So the final is, and will you succeed? Yes, you will indeed. Ninety-eight and three-quarter percent guaranteed, Dan. So I have so enjoyed this um, time with you. Is there some closing thoughts or something like say somebody's listening to us, you know, today, maybe they're, they've been in that waiting phase and just waiting for the big break, or maybe they're just tired of waiting, you know, maybe they're frustrated with their life or they're not necessarily feeling the balance that you've been sharing or we've been talking about. So what are your final thoughts to those? Yeah, I would just say to anyone in that situation, if, if there's something you want to do, anything, regardless of you, if you think it's possible, I'd say it's, if there's something that you want to do, take some kind of steps towards it. Just take one small step towards it and then take another s- small step after that. And, you know, it, it could be something that, that you, even if it's something you think there's no way you'll ever get to, you'll ever be able to do, just try taking steps towards it and see how far, how far you can get. And there's, there's going to be obstacles in the road. Like we talked about it, there, there's going to be, you know, there's going to be people who misunderstand you along the way. You know, there's gonna, there's going to be people who, uh, you know, kind of put you down along the way, you know, um, the career teacher. Yeah, exactly. I wish I knew her name so I could call her out. But <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, but uh, yeah, exactly. There, there's, you know, there's always going to, there's always going to be things that are gonna, are gonna say, you know, 
you don't need to be wasting your time with this, but if it's something that you feel like you truly are, uh, you truly want to do, then there's no reason to not try to do it. Um, and then I'd also just say that um, I think like how you talk to yourself is really important. And, um, and even like, you know, cause I'm all the time, you know, fighting negative thoughts and fighting like thoughts of like, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not doing enough. I'm in, and, and, and I, I have to, you know, I have to remind myself like, no, I'm okay. It could be a lot worse, even out loud. You know, if I'm in my car, I'll say these, these things to myself out loud, like positive affirmations. Good. Like I, I'm okay. Like everything's okay. Things could be a lot worse. I'm doing well. I'm doing this. I have this. I've, I've got these good things in my life. Um, like it's even, it's, you know, some people might think it's weird to talk to yourself, but it's not uh, at all, not to this health coach. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, there's <laughs> something, there's something about hearing words out loud, even if they're coming from your own mouth. That's, that's right. Uh, we believe what we say. That's exactly. It's extremely helpful. And like you have, you know, you have a choice to either be, uh, you know, life is going to really stink sometimes but and you have a you know and you always have a choice to either just focus on the stuff that stinks or focus on the stuff that's good and you know there's there's no reason not to just focus on the good because there's no point in in focusing on the bad stuff there you it doesn't go. help at all oh i love it okay so my closing thoughts um kind of go along with that really um so you you pretty much hit the nail on the head as to sorry if things. i stole what you were no saying. <laughs> no it's great because I mean, we were saying the same thing only you know i'm 40 years older well not 40 years old 30 years old or whatever um than you are and so there's a lot between us you know thinking about all these things and so it, to yeah, me also, the fact that I'm still feeling this way like you at right, 30, well, me at 65. Well, that's one thing I've, I've, you know, feel like I've learned a lot from you. And I, I've been grateful to be able to produce your show every week because I, I do learn a lot from you. And I have been inspired by you and, and your husband. Um, you know, kind of just the whole theme of this show, the, the fact that you tell me, you know, that you're you still don't, don't know what you want to do when you grow up, that inspires me a lot. And if there's any listeners that are in my same situation, in my same area in life, where they're still kind of trying to find their purpose, I'm sure it inspires them too. It's you know, you don't have to you don't have to be a, just a one a one thing person, yeah. which I thought for the longest time you did, where you just you know you go to college, you study something, and then you make a career in that. And a lot of people do that, and like you said earlier, there's nothing wrong with that. But there's also nothing wrong with exploring a lot of different things in life. Uh, and it's, and you know, it's actually kind of a good thing is then you, you know, you have a lot, it widens your horizon of just uh, who you are. Widens your horizon. <laughs> so growing up is confusing. And really for those of you that are listening and maybe you've got it all figured out and, um, and you're living on purpose and well done <laughs> for you. <laughs> um, but really this is more of a challenge, I think, than what a lot of people realize what we've been talking about today. So I always say, you know, be kind, be patient, be supportive. If you've got people around you that maybe don't have it all figured out like Dan or Stephanie, um, then, you know, just be kind to them, be patient and be supportive. Um, it means different things to different people and we're all growing and improving and honing our skills and defining and redefining. Um, and I think that all should be applauded. So, um, just because the opposite is quitting and I've never been a quitter. I find a way around it or over it or under it or, you know, or, uh, at least just moving on, like you said, so don't quit, don't give up if you're a listener and you're in that situation. Um, because the most amazing thing could be right around the corner. Who knows? And uh, maybe you're like me and you suffered 
maybe at your own hands and your own choices and decisions and your mess can become your message like mine. And so I just want to end with asking a few questions. You can think about it on your own. What small changes um, can you make today that might enhance your tomorrow? Don't think so far down the road is what I'm saying with that. It's not just about next year, next you know decade, what I want to accomplish, but what can I accomplish today or what can I do today, like Dan said, that can enhance my tomorrow? The next question is what does personal development um, mean to you? And, um, and it means different things to different people. So podcast are out there to help you. I try to keep mine really, really positive, except for the breakfast cereal um, comments. But um, but there's always room for improvement. So, you know, we've got to move forward. That's the thing. And Dan said it best, just that next step. And um, when I talk to my clients, I always say, what's now and what's next? That's what matters. And so if we think too far down the road, it's easy to feel compare ourselves or feel you know inadequate in some way so thank you for listening today i'm so excited to have uh, dan braverman and not a part of the braverman um parenthood tv show but i do love that show (laughs) and uh the braverman so thank you dan i appreciate you so much for your um producing my show and also for being a guest with me today no thank you stephanie this was a lot of fun and I, i appreciate you a lot too thanks when you grow up, what do you want to All right, be? folks, you've been listening to Work Well with Stephanie Wolf, brought to you by the Whole Food Health Coach LLC, where we make your goals our goals, and you're never alone on your wellness journey. For information about our corporate uh, programs and or our virtual classes or our individual coaching programs or our career training center. No, we don't have that yet, but um, go to wholefoodhealthcoach.com. Our coaching is available virtually anywhere in the country. I'm Stephanie Wolf, wishing you well personally and professionally. See you next week live or on your favorite podcast channel. Until then, choose life. 